Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. As they were bringing us in, they showed a shot of the East River, and yeah. one of the bars in the song said something about Malibu at the same time they were showing a shot of the East River. And I said, well, that ain't Malibu. <laughs> look, nothing like, look, nothing like Malibu. They ain't even close to it. Listen, first of all, L.A. is a great place, and there are a lot of underrated things about L.A., but I'm going to say this. This is going to be controversial with Keyshawn Johnson. Ready? The beaches are a little overrated in L.A. Hmm. The beaches are one of the most overrated things. The food is underrated. A lot of stuff is underrated you, in L.A. You might be going to you – said, you, you said it's overrated, but you might be going to the wrong beaches, though, Max. I'm talking about Malibu, oh, though. Like, yeah, cold, what's, man. what's see, awesome Malibu is there's a beach there. Malibu is a stretch, though, right? Uh-huh. Malibu is such a long stretch. And you probably are not going to the best Could beaches be. in Malibu. That's very possible. You're only going to where the shops are and the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Yeah, See, so if yeah. you I go further down past where Jay's house is at, then you'll see the cleaner sand because nobody goes down there. Oh, he's saying you're on the wrong side of the tracks, Jay. Yes, I'm noticing. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying. No, I said Jay as in Jay-Z. Oh, 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 excuse me. No, I'm messing with you. (laughs) (laughs) See, but my problem is once you've been down to Miami, like once you go down to the Caribbean, I don't care what coast you look exactly. at. You could look at Malibu. You could look at East Coast. I'm like, I ain't messing with none of that. Take me down to that bathwater key. Oh yeah, you go down Please. to the. You talking about the Caribbean Sea? I'm talking about the beach. That's yeah. a beach to but, me. Yeah. But but the Caribbean Sea is crazy because the water is like 80 degrees. That's so what you I'm pull saying. you pull the you could pull a beach chair into the ocean and have and be like submerged up to your that's, chest. That's the only water I'm getting in. Though. Facts. Yeah. And and, yeah, and, yeah. and when I get in it, it has to come up to my knees. Mm-hmm. Anything past my knees, I'm getting out. That's it. Key, you got to go to the beach where you can walk out a mile and the water's still yes, at the knees. That's, yeah. that's oh, what yeah. I like. Caribbean, I can see that's the it, bottom. 100%. That is, is. So when you go to the so when you go to the Caribbean, you're not going Atlantic Ocean side. You're going Caribbean seaside. Yes, that's yeah. that stupid All blue day. water warm. Yes. Oh, it's yes. so good. DR, the whole thing. Just yeah. relax. And I don't have to worry about falling down 100 feet in the ocean. No, I don't. Yeah. I want to be able to see my toes. I like looking out into a steely gray ocean with freezing cold water and the threat of great white sharks everywhere. That's what I like. Seems appetizing. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that, that, those are the beaches I'm dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Um, look, look, can we get into this taunting call late in the, uh, in the Eagles and Bucks game? That took some – because Jay, the reason, Key, I want to get into this, Jay came in on fire about this this morning. Well, just as a fan it, – it, First off, the taunting calls are just stupid in general. And I don't know why the NFL this year has decided to emphasize on it more. But as it pertains to last night game in particular, as a fan, when you're watching a team like the Eagles make a run at it, and then you see, okay, first and 10, Leonard Fournette tries to jump to the outside. Avery comes in from the defensive side of the ball for the Eagles, knocks him out of bounds. They get a big stop. It's a big stop. So now you're saying, okay, second and nine or second and ten, whatever it may be, you feel the momentum going in the Eagles' favor. Leonard Fournette gets up. He bumps into Avery. Avery's just standing there. He got a big white mouthpiece in his mouth. I don't know if he's barking or not. And then the referee just throws the flag. And you're sitting there saying, what are you throwing the flag for? Like, that's not real taunting. I've seen real taunting before in life. I've seen dudes talk trash, come up to you, step over you, do absurd things. That's not a real taunting flag call. And then it's a 15-yard penalty. That's nuts. And then I watched Tampa Bay just mosey on down the field key. They get into that red zone territory. They take three knees. The game is over. And I'm just sitting there saying, man, 
Like, why is the NFL ruining games for me? I hate that. Yeah, they, they, they that wasn't a great call, but I, you know, I don't know. Just based on the bump, that doesn't warrant a flag or whatever the case is. Him saying something like whatever that doesn't warrant a flag, as long as he didn't use abusive language and things of that nature, because we don't know. We don't. All we we assume the flag was thrown because of the bump. He didn't look like he said – it didn't look like his mouth was moving. He had the big white mouthpiece in. But we're here. They're there. He I don't know why the they flag threw it. was like 10 yards away. Yeah, see, I don't I, – Boom. The, the, let's just assume it's for the chest bump. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, that don't even make sense. But you know sense. what else? I hate the rule, period. Let me tell you why the I hate rep the is rule. Behind, look, the rep is behind for the For something that has nothing to do with the play on the field, really – it's not like in basketball. Something like that can happen. You get, a, you get to shoot a free throw and you get the ball. That's a big thing, but it's not going to usually determine the outcome of a game. 15 yards and a first down can absolutely determine the outcome of a game. For what? Key, Change it's nothing that game. happened on the field of play, really. Change the entire complexity of a game. I and hate the, it. And the Eagles actually had an opportunity to maybe get the ball back if they stopped them and then all of a sudden – Go down the field, score, game, set, and match. But exactly, you know, you know how it is. The referees—they're human, I guess. Five I'll minutes left in five minutes left in the I fourth quarter. I when won't that criticize them because I don't want to get fined. Let me let me give you an example of a, of a <clears throat> penalty. I don't like penalizing players for things that didn't happen in the play, just for their behavior outside the scope of the play. But let's say you want that in there to encourage behavior that you want. Five yards, no automatic first down. That's actually a kind of that's like a free throw. That's like that's not a small thing, but it's not going to change the game. It's just going to hurt you a little bit. Fifteen yards. What is like? You know, I mean, think of how many times you're watching a game. It's third down. They're about to have to punt something like that, and then a ref makes a call, and all of a sudden, the whole complexity of the game has changed. I I just don't understand, you know, why the NFL makes this such an emphasis on on trash trash talking is a part of sports. Like, I played in sports. I watched sports as a fan. There's nothing more I love than seeing a player get animated and bark back at somebody or let them know that, hey, I'm flexing on you because I just made a spectacular play. Yeah. That's what sports is, Key. Well, like, why I do think, I feel like that we grew up with sports being that way? But the NFL, you know how the NFL is, man. They like a certain image. And- Come on, man. So AI stepping over Ty Lue. Throw a flag yeah, on that. that. Give him a tech that, for that. For stepping yeah. over him, looking back at him. That's the flag. If, essentially AI, in. if AI did that in football, they would have threw a flag. That's correct. Get out of here with that, man. I, I agree. <sighs> but there are people that don't want to see that, that spend a lot of money on sponsorships in the NFL that have a certain view about people having fun in conversating. And they wanted to put an emphasis on it this year in the preseason. But clearly it's carried into – the regular season. And I'm sure that they'll be having some conversations on Park Avenue in the league office if they haven't already about what they saw last night and why they need to clean that up from the referee standpoint and not nitpicking too much. Let's listen to, uh, let's hear from Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach at the postgame presser. We didn't execute early on. Um, 
we had we got to put the guys in better spots to execute. We didn't execute, and um, we just got to do a better job to start off the football game to get ourselves off to a fast start. I know we scored on the first possession, um, but after that, it, it fluttered all the way till the second half, uh, middle of the second half. So uh, again, um, you know, get to adjustments even quicker. Um, and just and make sure that we're and we're doing our job as coaches to put them in a, in good positions. Yes, Nick, you're supposed to put your players in good positions. You know how you do that? You give more than one carry to Miles Sanders. I don't understand it. You give more than one target to Miles Sanders. Your team, one of your team's top players. That's how you put your team in a position where they can stay in the game. I I I, I my mind was blown watching. Look. I am a Giants fan. I pay attention to the NFC East like crazy. So you start seeing the fact that, hey, this division seems open at the beginning of the year. Okay, Dallas is the real deal. They're they're a cut above everybody else. Like, who could be in that next tier? And then I'm watching the talent on the field of the Eagles. I'm saying, Miles Sanders is a beast, man. As a Giants fan, I'm sitting there saying, I'm kind of happy they don't give this dude the ball because, maybe that means there's a chance we can beat them when we play them. But I don't understand how you don't give him more carries, Key. What am I missing here? Well, I think they, they probably saw something from an offensive standpoint that felt like Jalen Hurts doing what he was doing gave him the best chance to win. How do you um, not use Miles Sanders to help Jalen Hurts, though? How yeah, do you, I, coaches sometimes, man, they got their own philosophies. And, and you think about late in the game when they were on the inch line. Y'all probably was asleep at this time, <laughs> but they were on the inch Guilty. line, mm-hmm. like really on the inch line and first and goal. Guess what they did? They dropped back yep. and shotgun. <laughs> so I was like, oh, seriously, like who? But you can see it coming. Like I, I just didn't, I didn't get it. Um, it just didn't make sense to me. The interception, Jalen Hurts' interception, that wasn't on Jalen Hurts. That was on Watkins, Watkins, the wide receiver. He did not run through. He tried to make a highlight reel catch instead of running through. Dean chased it down and went and got the interception. We credit that to Jalen Hurts from a record standpoint, recording standpoint. I don't. I know that that wasn't his fault. Um, they had a chance to win the game, but in the end, the better team won. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented mm-hmm. by Progressive Insurance. All guests join on the Goodyear Hotline. College football is heating up. Tune in tomorrow as LSU hosts Florida, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins at 11 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Is Patrick Mahomes still the best quarterback in the NFL? Absolutely he is. I mean, you you understand when you have a defense that's given up a historically bad seven yards per play, I mean, that's just, that's crazy. I mean, that's just crazy bad. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Bart Scott. Ranked Max, his. what's up? I was gonna say Max. They should just trade Patrick Mahomes, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, just he's, trade him. He's not even gonna have five thousand yards passing at this they pace. Trade, trade him to Detroit. Keys. Oh, that's a fun game. Want to you know, do he's that? Not- Let's just go through all the quarterbacks in the NFL, and I'll just say, would you trade this guy for Patrick Mahomes or Patrick Mahomes for this guy right now? There's only one dude I'd trade Patrick Mahomes for because he's younger and cheaper. Justin and I don't Herbert. know if I would. Justin Herbert. In I the wouldn't. end, I wouldn't. I in wouldn't. the end, I can't. In the end, I, I would not trade Mahomes for Max, anybody. Stop making it all about money all the time, <laughs> isn't it? Though, uh, in the end, I would not. I couldn't bring myself to trade Patrick Mahomes for anyone. If you're Patrick oh, okay. Mahomes and you're watching, that was a quick game. If you're Patrick Mahomes and you're watching a Cleveland Browns a play, game, and you're like, man, you can't find a way to get OBJ working, please send him this way, Key. Please bring him over here. Bring him to Kansas City. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Are you kidding me? Can you imagine what that would be? No, no, don't do that. Can he play defense? That's really what they need. Yeah, they sit in Kansas City, but Kansas City, Cleveland's not going to do that. Cleveland would be foolish to do that. I hear you. They should sit him back to the Giants. Or or I'll give you a team. Baltimore. In the division, not going to happen. Yeah, not going to happen. Send him back to the Giants. Evan Kiel's never so quick. No, he's right. Never going to happen. An idiotic idea. He's right. They're never going to trade him in the division. Send him back. Yeah, come on. Yeah, send him to the Giants. They're not a threat. Hey, Max, when you said that, I didn't even want to comment. Yeah. No, no, Evan's right. Idiotic. Evan just moved on so quickly. I was just thinking That's why I was like, ask send him to the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Send him to the Giants. Send him back to the Giants. Bury him where he's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Dave Gettleman would be fired. Send him back to the Giants. For whom? For some picks. Who's a quarterback not in the AFC North that needs a dynamic receiver? Who's like just sh- that's why I went went Lamar Jackson first. Although they have who's Bateman, not they have in the him AFC him. North who needs a quarter a dynamic receiver I who's think you a good take young him quarterback. Out of the AFC. I don't, I don't even think it's the division. Uh, I you know he, what? I don't think you, they're going to trade him because they don't want to see him until the Super Bowl. Let me say something him. about that, Evan. They, I know it's not exactly the same, but. Left tackle was needed in, in Kansas City. Baltimore traded him the left tackle. Like, you know, it can happen in the AFC. No, it could, it could but, but people don't typically do it. Mm-hmm. They just don't. I just don't think the Browns as a franchise can do that. Like, the Browns can't go through Chicago. Odell New, Beckham Jr. New, New to Orleans. get Chicago. Chicago can use him. Chicago. Chicago. Chicago could use yeah. him. New Orleans could use him with my parent, him with my nephew. When's your nephew coming um, back, by the way? I think Chicago would be a good fit for him. <laughs> Chicago um, would be interesting. I love the non-answer. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good for him. Chicago would be really good mm-hmm. for him. Him and Allen Robinson, yeah, for sure. So Bart Scott ranked his top five quarterbacks in the NFL right now on Get Up. And Patrick Mahomes, we mentioned it earlier in the show, on pace to throw 48 touchdowns this season. <laughs> Ridiculous. Was not in Bart Scott's top five here is Bart's top five. Number five, Dak Prescott. Okay. Number four, Aaron Rodgers. A little low for me, but okay. Number three, Josh Allen. Number two, Tom Brady. And the number one quarterback in football. Mahomes is not in the top five. It's just, no, it's not Justin Herbert. It's mad, not Matthew Stafford. It is Lamar Jackson. No Patrick Mahomes, though. Why not, Bart? Mahomes came into a perfect situation. He came to to a team that was ready to win now, so he doesn't know what adversity feels like where, you know, Josh Allen has had the pain and agony of defeat. Lamar Jackson has. So this is commonplace for them. And, like, Lamar Lamar has been there, right? He's been scrutinized. He's been doubted. You know, this is new for Patrick Mahomes, and now he's going to have to learn how to evolve. And and now the rest of the pack is catching up, and it's a little bit more difficult. And this team is starting to age a little bit, and their window is still open, but I think it's got starting to close as other teams are getting younger, faster, and better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ahead, I don't know. I don't you know if it. any window. I don't know if any windows closing. I don't know about all that. I think when you look at where the Chiefs are, a lot of their problems rely on the defense, which puts Patrick Mahomes in an uncompromising position because then he starts to press and then he starts to try and take chances that worked out for him in the past that are just not working for him today and once they get this defense fixed I think the offense will start to click again and hit on all cylinders because they're just they just got a few games where they were pressing I'm not I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all to be honest with you and I'm not certainly worried about Patrick Mahomes there's not a quarterback in the NFL 
that outside of maybe like Aaron Rodgers, but then you factor in the age and things of that nature that you would trade Patrick Mahomes for. I mean, you're not trading Patrick Mahomes for any of these quarterbacks that is on his list. Not a one. Not one. Key, don't you think, you know, it's funny because for some reason when I think about Patrick Mahomes, I think about Stephen Curry. And when Steph lost Clay, right, like Steph had to do so much more. Because right, so much more weighed on him to do so that people started to then pick apart Steph. Like, oh, maybe he's not this great. And obviously, when you see him at full strength, when he hits his stride, he is that player. Now I'm over here looking at Patrick Holmes, and I'm saying, okay, like even your receiving core, you got Travis Kelsey, you got guys like Tyreek Hill. But after that, like there, there's a pretty big drop-off. You know who there? I think of when I think of Holmes in basketball? I think of Michael Jordan. And let me tell you why. Football's never had an MJ, really. Like, Tom Brady is the GOAT, but the thing about MJ, saying you're the MJ of a sport just doesn't mean that you're the best you've ever seen. It means that you had the most talent to the eye, put up the stupidest numbers, and then also won the most, right? It's all those things. So Tom Brady got all these rings, but when you watch him, I've never thought like, oh my God, that's incredible. I've never seen anything like that, right? That's more like Rodgers. Mahomes is like Rodgers, but he was he's winning right away in his career. A snap away from going to three straight Super Bowls, basically as soon as he touched the ball, right? Now, the thing about MJ is it was really after his career, but Kobe came along, came pretty close. LeBron, like the, the kind of world caught up to MJ. Not, that he, not about him slipping, about people catching up when I see Mahomes I see a guy who used to be on a different level to me it was just him and Rodgers right now I see ooh, look at Lamar from the pocket oh Justin Herbert get him I see these young quarterbacks coming into the league and closing the gap not anything that Mahomes isn't doing key to me it's what other guys are doing well it, it, it is what other guys are doing but Patrick Mahomes hasn't lost anything these other guys, much like you say, well, Michael Jordan didn't lose anything. The other guys got better. They came into the league. That's the same thing. You got to think, Lamar Jackson is in his fourth year, right? His first year, he was a reserve. He kind of he came along, replaced Flacco. His second year, he wins the MVP. His third year, he has a little bit of a dip, but not significant. And now he's back to catching people by storm because what you've seen – is nationally televised games where he's just balling out, like ridiculously balling out. And so your mind tells you, oh, my God, he's really doing something different. He is because he's gotten better in the pocket, but everything else that he's been doing has been the same. Patrick Mahomes has been the same since day one. He hit early. So all these projections for him was in a whole nother universe, a whole nother stratosphere. He's going to win six Super Bowls in two years. I always say two years because people was acting like that that's what was – they was just going to give him Super Bowls. And I kept telling everybody, Jay and y'all and on the shows, it's I'm like, hard. dude, seriously? <laughs> it's hard to win one damn game. It ain't like y'all Tom looking Brady at makes Tom it look Brady, yeah. Y'all look at Tom Brady but, and go, well, Tom Brady did it. But Key, no, Tom I, Brady didn't do it. Can we, I, I just want to bring up the point. I mean, they did lose Sammy Watkins, so you start looking at some of the depth in the wide, wide receiver position. That's but real. Sammy wasn't really an important part. But there was depth but, but there at was the depth position. There. And yeah. I started looking at, like, look at Dallas's re- receiving core. Depth. Like, wow. Okay. Like, uh, Bucks, look, look depth. At, look at the Bucks. Look at the Buffalo Bills, their receiving core. Like, there is depth there that goes into it. And I'm not saying McCall – I may butcher his first name. McCall, McCall Hartman? 
right? McCole. 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 Hartman. Like, I'm not saying he's not as talented, but you look at the depth there from that position, you're like, it's but not he hasn't panned. But he hasn't panned. Cole Hartman hasn't panned out. Yeah, the way that's they what I'm. You know, that's exactly no, my point. I think Jay, your point is exactly my right. Point. When they lost Watkins, but they still, okay. but they still got Kelsey. They still I, I, got Tyreek Hill and, I, I and Tyreek Hill. Most teams in a passing game only got two guys, and then the third guy is the third guy. But you got. That, but, but, but that's the difference key. The difference when you can rely. On that third or fourth guy, like I was looking. It's funny. I was looking. Yeah, at but it's Nicole tough Harden to rely. If you're the third or the fourth guy, that's tough to rely on. Oh, Max. Oh, oh, I get it. I'm saying the Chiefs were so special Wait, in that way in recent years. Prime example years. last night. I didn't hear us talk about Mike Evans last night, did we? Yeah, right. And then okay. you think about you, you talk about Antonio Brown last night. Yeah. You talk about OJ Howard last night. So that's what I'm saying. Like you take away one option, there's two, three, four for but, certain teams. But the thing is, though, OJ Howard came. And was always there. He came back to help because there's no Gronkowski. If Gronkowski was there, there would be no O.J. Howard. I just, I, Kelsey hasn't missed any time. Tyreek Hill hasn't missed any time. So you don't know what those backups look like because those dudes aren't getting off the field. But a different, They're not but taking key. minutes away from depth, them. Though, yeah, wait, let's, let's talk about, because tight ends are a little different, but let's talk about the receiving core. You bring up Nicole Harbin. I'm looking at Harbin to start the year. A lot to me was on his shoulders because of no Watkins. Now they're a little thin there. Now, Key, of course you're right. Like, really that shows up if but there's you an can't, injury but, or something. But you can't, Max, but, you cannot alleviate Kelsey from the equation because he does so much for no this doubt, offense. No doubt, a lot of targets. He's Agreed. detached Agreed. from this formation playing basically a receiver position. Yeah. He's in line playing a tight end position. So it's kind of like they got their two guys, right? Those are the two guys. They're not missing any minutes at all whatsoever. Yeah, right. So Bookie, it, I guess my point was defensively, it's like in basketball, if I take away option one and I, I, I slide my coverage even more to option two, like what's option three going to do? What's option four going to do? Like that's what I saw last night. I saw Tom Brady say, okay, Mike Evans isn't doing his thing. I got Antonio Brown. I got, got all these other options that can, you know, handle that load offensively. We got to pay some bills, but he's right. Like usually, that'll show up. We'll use your with credit card. Injury, <laughs> with injury, right? And they've been healthy. But JD, your point <laughs> that when that they've had depth in the recent past and they were crazy good, and now they've lost the depth, and you can notice they lost the depth, and at the same time, these things are happening. It's an interesting correlation, at least. Screenshot, screenshot me that credit card so we can pay these bills, man. Jay, Jay mentioned Tom Brady. <laughs> don't act like you don't hear me. Speaking of Brady. <laughs> Rich come guy. On, come on. Let's see the black card, Key. I know you got it. Is the black I know card you got still it. in? Is, this I don't know, right? is, is there this a new thing? thing? Here we go. Is there a new thing? The palladium card? Yeah. Right yeah, here. Palladium. Black card. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> uh, speaking of Brady, uh, somehow he's in the MVP conversation at the age of 44. <laughs> A 44. A former teammate tells us what to make of another incredible start for the GOAT. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and 
and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are thrilled to be joined by the great Chris Long, host of the Greenlight Podcast CL. on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Chris. What's the word, guys? What's good, brother? How are you, man? Oh, man, I'm good. Just, uh, just hanging out. Work week pretty much over. I'm excited about the weekend. UVA homecoming. We're, we're going to beat up on Duke. Come on, man. Two-time Look at Super you already. Bowl champion, Chris Long. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Tom Brady leads the NFL in passing attempts, completions, and yards in spite of what some loudmouth on ESPN said about it falling off a cliff or something. <laughs> what do you make of this start to this? He's 44 years old. Uh, it's crazy, man. Um, honestly, I think it's funny that like the, the NFC South kind of hides this guy. We didn't watch him play Atlanta. I don't think a single person in America watched that game. And then, you know, he throws five touchdowns against Miami and we're all fixated on a bunch of other games. So we only really see him in prime time. Um, and you know, in new England, if it was a 4 PM in Foxborough, it didn't matter. We'd all be watching. And so I think people are maybe a little bored with him which is crazy, and I, and I think uh, the most impressive part is that they've been able to, to avoid the Super Bowl hangover to me, which, which reflects directly upon his leadership. I, you know, in New England, the thing they were so good at wasn't just winning Super Bowls. It was showing up the next year and being sharp, and that's what they've done, even with injuries, getting on the same page with Mike Evans after a year, the whole nine yards. Chris, there's been so much debate around the ESPN walls, and just everywhere about who the best quarterback in football is right now. Obviously, we made mention of Tom Brady, but who yeah. would you say is the best quarterback in football right now? Well, I mean, my favorite is probably, you know, the guy that when he's on is the best, like his best is the best is Josh Allen, in my opinion. Now, I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan, but I think the most valuable uh, quarterback to his team um, and so you could make the argument for best would be would be Lamar Jackson because without Lamar Jackson that team is the Patriots and I'm not talking about the old Patriots I'm talking about this year. Mm. Um, you know when you go out in the off season you get Villanueva is your is your offensive lineman addition Latavius Murray is your backfield addition um, and you don't have a number two receiver and the defense is really more pedestrian than they've been in in a few years now. Um, the way they've won games, it's been all him. I mean, you're, you're looking at a fourth and 19 against Detroit. You're down multiple scores against uh, the Colts. And they, they've made it interesting the entire year long, and it's not been Lamar's fault. Um, I think he's the most valuable. Who's the best? Um, boy, Patrick Mahomes struggling has kind of opened that conversation up a little bit. Howie Long joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Or Howie Long's I mean, son. I mean, I mean, I mean Kyle Long joining us this morning like, here we go, here on the go. morning. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Thomas. <laughs> 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 it's all in the family. Hey, 
you know, um, when I was on the podcast the other day, and I said, Kyle, I'm, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I meant Chris, but I'll just go with it. And I and you didn't even say anything. You were just like, I know in your mind, you probably was like, this dummy. <laughs> no, I'm just a pro, though. Dude, hey, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be a pro, man. You know what the thing is? I struggle whenever two guys are playing in the same football family. I do struggle with it. One time, now, this is my fault, but they're twins. I walked into a, a nightclub, and I saw Jason McCourty, and I'm tight with Dev. And I dapped up Jason McCourty like it was Dev. And he yeah. pulled me in, and he was like, you think I'm Devin, don't you? So <laughs> it can happen, dude. No, football it, families it, are confusing. No, it, uh, it does happen. The Eagles lost last night to the Bucks. Um, but Jalen Hurts had a decent game all the way around. He didn't have throw for many yeah. yards, but he had three touchdowns, one in the air, two on the ground. Yeah. What have you seen yeah. from him thus far that makes you think that he's the answer for the Eagles at the quarterback spot? Man, um, I think – yeah, I'll start with the good. I think he's a he, – when you talk to guys on that team, Keyshawn, it's like, hey, we love this guy. You know, and that's like the building block, Right for a leader, for a guy that if he can put it together on the field, they're going to follow. Um, he's got it between the ears. He's, uh, he's tough. He can make plays with his legs. I think he can make a lot of the throws. I just think he's having some trouble in certain situations where, you know, on the processing end, he's going from zero to 100. You know, he's running towards the sideline last night, and he sees that he's about to take a sack for an eight-yard loss, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to burn the ball. And that's a good thought, but then he puts it in bounds and it's almost picked. Or, you know, at the end of the Carolina half, you have that lapse where you get a free play and you and you throw it and you hit the mascot instead of putting it in play. You know, I think he's just got to work on the little stuff. But you got to remember, he didn't have a, a real rookie year. You know, you didn't have – you had the pandemic. You had camp, um, preseason. All, all that was disjointed. So he's played nine games, but – it's it's barely been a typical nine games. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of young quarterbacks, Justin Fields, whatever he's been doing or not doing, they've won since he's been in that lineup, right? Like you know, he he takes over and they win that game, and he wins a couple games since. Oh then. yeah. What do you, how do you assess him so far as a quarterback in this early in his career? Uh I love the kid. I mean, this kid is kind of he, – he's been the subject of a lot of, like, play Justin Fields talk, you know, because people like him. And I'm always hesitant because I'm like, well, if you like the kid, maybe you don't want to throw him in there uh, playing for the Chicago Bears under Matt Nagy. Like, maybe that's not the best thing for his development. That's what I thought. But he's, but he's proved that he's way ahead of, I think, where even some people – you know, who like him thought he'd be. He he hasn't had to make a ton of huge throws, but the ones he's made, a couple balls on the sideline last week, um, you know, with real zip on him, um, I got confidence in him. I really do. And he does change. He changes the prospect of that Chicago team for me. You know, like, I was kind of writing them off, but if he can give them stability, they're going to be – they're going to be in that wild card race. I mean, their D line is is humming. Robert Quinn, you know, Khalil Mack, who everybody forgot about, but those guys can still play. I, I like that. I like that team now with Justin Fields. 
Hey, Chris, since Duke is playing at UVA this weekend, you want to run back that half-court shot? Man, you are just such a propaganda guy, bro. Hey, <laughs> here's how here's how it worked. And Keyshawn, you've seen the video. I'm sure he showed you. But he, I walked up. I said, what do I get if I hit this shot? He said, 10 grand. So I missed my shot. And then he takes his shot and makes it. Now, does that sound like a bet to you? It felt like no, a bet to me. But that's what Jay does. He always tries to that's spin stuff. That's what Jay stuff. does, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got to know his – that's that fake, slick Duke stuff. Oh, you gotta watch there you it. go. The Sounds like stuff, he lost a bet man. to Jay that's to me. Why we're gonna, <laughs> that's why we're going to wipe the floor with Duke this weekend. What do you want? You want the ten and a half points, Jay? No, I, I would like the points. Yes, I would like the points. Okay, Chris. you got the points. What are we, what are we putting on it? An appearance on each other's shows? Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'll come okay. on your show, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. That's the great Chris. We're going to win by 21. So I know you are. I hate you. Book it. I hate you. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. All right, brother. Thank you all. Take all right, it easy, Chris. Bro. Slash Howie slash Kyle. <laughs> all rolled into one. Jay, you're just setting people up, aren't you? What are you, you? talking about? <laughs> tells you everything. What are you talking about? His voice went up and everything. Is the timer man. about to go you. off for Baker in Cleveland. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Cliff Kingsbury decided in the offseason, we need to run the ball better. Now this offense is a little more portable. It can travel anywhere. I think it's a real concern for the Cleveland Browns in delivering the football to the right guy. The right guy is OBJ. Keyshawn, J. Hey, Will, and Max, ESPN hey. Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, hey. I, look, hey. if you see Joe hey. Burrow and and – Jamar Chase, they are on the same page. But I got to be honest, I never thought Odell and Baker have been on the same page. Never. And, and I, I get Odell's frustration. He's like, look, if I'm not getting the ball, you want to say I'm double covered, they're bracketing me, whatever, well, then someone else is open. So he's not going to be happy if the ball, if the chains aren't moving and they're not scoring points and they're not winning. But now, Max, some, a lot of times he's 
wide open. Yeah, well, and you've seen it. Yeah, he's he's completely open, and Baker misses him. We've been asking all morning, by the way, which NFL team needs to win most in Week Six. You know, one of those teams is the Browns. One would think. Anyway, Odell said this at the post game presser. Listen. I can't sit there and lie like I don't want the ball. Like I, like I tell you, every time I get up here, I'm, they don't play James Harden for defense. You know what I mean? He's a shooter. Like I, I feel like I'm a shooter, you know? I know that I bring a lot of attention um, to defenses on the other end, and other people are going to be open. And, uh, you know, you just got to live with that. The ultimate goal is to win the championship, and I feel like I'm in a great situation to do that. Yeah, he, he you know, it, the frustration sets in because you want to help your team win. And when you're not given the opportunities and you know you can help them, it becomes frustrating and difficult. Uh, you say, Max, that they haven't been on the same page. Well, early on in Odell's Brown career with Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield was being accused of locking on to Odell Beckham Jr. too long. And then they coincidentally, he gets hurt. The team starts to get on a roll. Baker Mayfield starts to look like a different quarterback. And now you go into this year, he comes back, and he's not getting the necessary targets as the the, the alpha dog, long ranger of the receiver group without Landry in the lineup. He's not getting the same opportunities or the looks that you would think he deserves or he needs because other receivers that are the number one guys – in this league are the number one targets for their teams are getting those looks from their quarterbacks and being able to help their team win football games. Justin Herbert is not not looking at Keenan Allen or Mike Williams when the players are designed and called. For whatever reason that is, Baker Mayfield is not doing that. I was at the game again uh, last week when they played the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, and I went away from that game puzzled but also understanding what Baker Mayfield might have been doing, which is I'm going to go away from Odell and not lock on to him in these situations because I don't want to be accused of these sort of things. And it's natural for things like that to seep into an individual's mind, especially if he continues to hear all the propaganda from the so-called experts on the television shows and the radio shows and trying to get into the mind of, what OBJ and Baker Mayfield is doing, and at some point it's human nature, you keep hearing over and over and over and over again that this is the reason why he's struggling at the quarterback spot. So naturally he would say, you know what, I want to try to fix this by going to other people down the stretch against the Chargers. He didn't even look at him, and he was open multiple times. And I believe it ultimately cost them the football game. Look, they need to get on the same page. Kevin Stefanski needs to find a way to get OBJ and Baker to be there because you have to think about the context of this too. Let's not forget that when Obel, when Odell Beckham Jr. first got there, he was part of that Freddie Kitchens offense that was just an absolute horrific show. It was Giants. it was horrible, Key. Yes, on the Giants. Tell me about it. And then to go through a torn ACL, then to come back and find that rhythm. But Baker at the end of the day, if Odell Beckham Jr. is that talent, I repeat, your best player needs to get the damn ball, especially key in crunch time. That's where guys like you, guys like Stephon Diggs, guys that are the best receivers in the game, you go to them because they make the incredible plays. 
Oh. That's what you need wanna, to see Baker I wanna, do. I want to take, I want to take the shot. Period. Yes. I, I want to give me the opportunity to pull the trigger, but if I'm not getting the opportunity, I can't help you. I'm only as good as as many opportunities as I get, and it's not from a selfish standpoint. He's not coming from a selfish standpoint. He's coming from a I need to help my damn team win. The, if I'm not getting the damn ball and we're losing, there's going to be a problem. The period. Browns are built to win now, and here comes Mahomes, and here comes Lamar, these quarterbacks in the AFC. Here comes Justin Herbert, Josh Allen. By the way, here comes Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase, right? Baker Mayfield might want to think about him and Odell being a combination to help Baker get over the top because they're going to need a little something extra in Cleveland. We'll react to the Browns and Cardinals much more on Monday morning. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.